I want to talk to you tonight from a subject. I want to talk to you from a subject entitled tonight, His Presence Matters. God's presence matters. And I might preach this without a microphone because this thing is going in and out. So His presence matters. His presence matters. It's not. Exodus chapter 33. And it reads, Then Moses said to the Lord, See, you say to me, Bring up this people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have also found grace in my sight. Now, therefore, I pray, if I have found grace in your sight, show me now your way that, I'm, that I may know you and that I may find grace in your sight. That this nation is your people. Verse 14. And he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Say rest. And he said to me. Do not bring us up here for how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight, except you go with us. So we shall be separate. Say separate. Your people and I from all the people who are upon the face of the earth. Verse 17. And it says, so the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have spoken. For you have found grace in my sight and I know you by name. And he said, please show me your glory. Then he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. Verse 20. But he said, you cannot see my face for no man shall see, my, shall see me, excuse me, and live. And the Lord said, here is a place by me and you shall stand on the rocks so it shall be while my glory passes by that I will put you in the cleft of the rock and I will cover you with my hand while I pass by then I will take away my hand and you shall see my back but my face shall not be seen do we have verse 24 I think that's the last thing. so I want to talk to you tonight that his presence matters. I started this on Tuesday, but I want to kind of go a little bit further than what I did last on Tuesday. All right. I want to show you something here. And, and we've been talking a lot about transition. And I've been talking a lot about that. I feel like we are in a season of transition. And I believe that as you are approaching the end of that transitional period, that's when you have to exercise patience the most. I believe that you have to exercise it the most because when you see where you're supposed to be and think and, and know that it's close, you start getting a little anxious and then you start getting a little weary along the way because you're like, God, where is it now? I thought by now it would be here. But if you just wait a little longer and if you wait for God to do what he's going to 
gonna do do what he's gonna do and what he's gonna do in your do through you while you're being patient in your season of transition then your blessing and your breakthrough is right around the corner but here's the deal about all of this transition and and when you're going at next phases in your life the very thing that you need to understand that the presence of God thank you Aria is very 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 important ladies and gentlemen the presence of God is more than you experiencing his presence on a Sunday service it is more than coming to a building it's more than coming to experiencing and having lights and all of that stuff like that it is the genuine presence of God is what you need for everyday life what Moses in this text was seeking was the glory of God the presence of God a lot of times people get it twisted they don't understand the difference between being a uh, uh, between the anointing and the presence those are two different things see the anointing is what and see a lot of times I believe we chase more of uh, 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 we chase more of people uh, or individuals with the anointing whether than trace chasing God himself because there's a difference because the anointing is what God does through you and in you and for you but the glory of God is God himself that he doesn't need a conduit he doesn't need an instrument to do it he comes by himself and reveals himself to you ladies and gentlemen Moses was here in this text Israel was in complete rebellion and Moses was praying and persistent prayer for the children of Israel at this time and what happened is is that they went in a season of mourning and they created and they put ornaments around their neck and to, uh, to try to get God to oh we sorry we sorry and God told them to take the ornaments off and so out of Moses' persistence and care for the people, what Moses began to do, ladies and gentlemen, is that he set up and he pinched the tent. It was before the tabernacle was fully put in. Uh, uh, it, it was like a portable tabernacle that was placed before the actual tabernacle, tabernacle was erected. And so what happens is, is that he pinched the tent that was a little outside of the camp. And so he pinched this tent as a way of communing with God on behalf of the people hallelujah on behalf of the people and what happened was is that God the cloud that was resting on Mount Sinai literally went from Mount Sinai and met Moses at the tent Jesus and so what happens is is that this tent ladies and gentlemen in this text is called the tent of meeting and the reason why it's the tent of meeting is because God's presence was at the tent oh my God that is where God met with Moses and a lot of times we come to places and I believe God's glory cloud is here at the gathering place and because it's at the gathering place this is what we call the tent of meeting where God comes and meets us face to face where God comes and deals with us face to face but however ladies and gentlemen it seems to me that we like to keep it at the church house when God says I want to come to your house and make that a tent of meeting where I'm a meeting with you and I'm having a face to face with you I'm telling you now it is the presence of God. What Moses was after, ladies and gentlemen, was the presence of God. And when you look at the word presence in the Hebrew, that word means face. He 
was literally seeking the face. He said, we need your, oh my God. When Aaron was blessing the children of Israel in Numbers, he says, may his face shine upon you. Oh my God. In other words, when God turns his face to shine, that means he's saying, may his glory shine upon you. Oh my God. And when the glory of God is shining upon you, when God's, oh my God, when his glory is shining upon you, then that means his favor is shining upon your life. So he's there and he's saying, I want to see the face of God and, and, and the re reality is is that Moses was saying I'm, he was coming on behalf of the Israelites and he was trying to get to you say God listen don't kill them but I, I'm not leaving from this place unless I know that if I go into this land that you're not going to leave us out here by ourselves what Moses was saying is that you're not going to leave us out here to die hallelujah that if I'm going to lead these people I am not leaving from this camp until I know for a fact that your presence is going to be with us the reality was is that what happened was is that Moses pinched his tent a little outside of the camp because it took oh my god if you really wanted to pursue the presence of God that means you need to get off of your caucus and begin to go and seek for God for yourself and the reality is, is that we live in a time now that people really don't want to see God or come out of their convenience to come and meet after him and go to the places where God is really at. So they are sitting there dead churches. They're sitting in little dead meetings where nothing is happening, where the presence of God is not there because it's convenient. It's only 20 minutes away. It's only 10 minutes away. You're convenient because you're used to this. You've been coming to this since you were a kid. This is what you're used to. But when you go into a place where the presence of God actually rests that's where God is really meeting and dealing and blessing and breakthroughs are happening and many times people are not getting breakthroughs because they are attached to the wrong house hallelujah so when they saw Moses get up to go to the tent they came along with him and they worship outside of the tent with their knees and their heads bowed down because the glory of God came from Sinai at the tent of meeting That's why, that's why the Bible says if you draw near to me, I will draw near to you. That means that God's presence didn't just sit on Sinai. It came wherever that, oh my God, wherever there was a seeking heart, God came. Oh my God, help me in this room tonight. Wherever there was a seeking heart, wherever there was a person seeking after the presence of God, God said, I'll come there because, oh my God, the Bible says, who shall ascend unto the hill of the Lord? Only those who have a, oh my God, clean hands and a pure heart listen to me if you have a pure heart and a pure intentions God will meet with you wherever you are his presence matters you do not want to do anything that God's face has not shined upon 
hallelujah Moses was begging God he was pleading with God he said I need your face to shine upon us I do not I don't listen I am not trying to leave this place I'm not going to leave this tent you got to get to a place with God that before you make a big decision in your life before you step out on a big faith you got to say to God say God your presence got to meet me there I don't mind going there I don't mind stepping out on faith but I gotta know that if I step out on faith that you are gonna depart my Jordan I know if I step out on faith that you gotta depart my Red Sea that I know if I'm gonna step out on faith then I need you to remove this mountain or give me the strength to get through the mountain I need your presence there so I know as a sign that I'm in the right place that I know as a sign that I'm in the right place. I need your presence with me so I know that I'm doing the right thing. I need your presence with me knowing that I'm in the right relationship. I need your presence with me knowing that I'm making the right business decision. I need your presence with me knowing that I'm gonna go back to school and you'll make a way for my finances. I need your presence with me so I know that I'm leading and going to the path that you want me to go. God, if your presence is not there, don't forsake me. Jesus, don't forsake me here. He's saying, Moses, don't, Moses is saying to God, don't you forsake us here, please. How do I know that you're going to be there? He said, go to verse uh, 12. He's saying, listen, I need to know for a fact that your presence is there. I need to know for a fact. He said, you will sin with me. I, I need you to know. I need to know if you're going to let them come with me. Don't let me, don't let them come by my, don't let us go by ourselves. Let me know. Thank you for the amen, Ariel. He said, now, therefore, I pray if I have found favor in your sight. Listen to me. Moses was talking to God as a friend of God. Listen to me. A lot of times we don't feel confident because we ain't established that type of relationship with God. Moses was talking as a friend would talk to his friend. He said, hey, listen, God, don't leave us out here. If I didn't found favor in your sight, if I walked upright in front of you, if I, if, if I found any type of favor in your eyes, please don't. Please come with us. Please. He's saying, show it to me. A lot of times you don't see the power of God because you're not asking for God to show it to you. Because a lot of times you don't believe that God can actually do what he says he could do. A lot of times people don't believe that the Bible is actually real. Sometimes people don't actually believe that the Bible is real. And that it can do and has the power to do what it says it can do. Are you hearing me tonight? The, real, the reality is, Moses said, I know how powerful you are because I just saw you split the Red Sea. I've seen the signs that you already did and I know you're with me. But listen here, I need you in this moment before I take these people in that land. You need to show me if I found any favor in your sight, show me the way. 
You need God to show you the way. He says, show me the way in which I should go. Because this is, listen to me, if you show me, then guess what he said? That I may know you and that I might find faith, find grace in your sight. Go to verse, go to verse 14. Are you getting something out of this so far? Then God said, and my presence will go with you and I will give you what? Rest. See, here's the deal. I said this again on, I said this again. When God's face is, listen, when you see the presence of God, God, what Moses is saying to God, look, I don't need a, a conduit. I just need you. Jesus. See, a lot of folk in church are looking for people to entertain them. They need somebody to get them to the presence of God. But Moses said, I don't need anybody. I need you. <laughs> ah, I need you because here's the deal. He's saying, if, you, if, I, if I get you, then God says in return, then I'm going to give you rest. And guess what? God can give you a peace about making a certain decision in your life that you have to make. And that's going to help you in your transition because his presence has confirmed it. That's why when you, oh my God, when you get so nervous about a situation and then you finally act upon it and then all of a sudden this ease come upon your life and this peace comes about your life that you made the right decision, that you made the right choice, is because God's presence is there to confirm what his word is, that I'll give you rest. A lot of people are in dysfunctional stuff because the presence of God is not there. And so you're trying to figure out why are you having this unsettled feeling in your spirit? It's because God's presence is no longer there or he was never there in the first place. Are you hearing me tonight? Hallelujah. I said this on, on Tuesday is that a lot of folk are in relationships that God's presence is not even there and they have no rest. A lot of people are at jobs that they have no rest in when God said, I want you to start this business, but yet you're still trying to thrive on that. Oh, come on in this room tonight. Listen to you. you. You listen. Let me tell you something. Some of you have been in the season of transition. You've been so unsettled because you know you're supposed to do a particular type of thing. And you know you're supposed to do and make a decision and go forward. But yes, you haven't found rest yet because you have not came in agreement with God's presence. God, I praise you tonight. It's only when you come into agreement with the glory of God and his presence when you'll find rest. Hear me. Then he said to me, if your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. For how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight except you go with us? So we shall be separate. Listen, what God, what, what Moses is saying to God, he's saying, listen, how will other folk know that you are upon us if you don't go with us? God, listen, listen, God, I talk big about who you are. How in the world will those people know that God's hand is upon TCF if you do not go with us? How will I know if I go out here and start this YouTube channel and if I start this and I, and I start that? How will they know unless they see your hand move? 
Listen to me tonight. I'm not preaching some type of mundane Christianity to you. I'm preaching a Christianity that's a life-changing type of message tonight that will change your life. The power of God that will take you from one place to another place and elevate you on higher levels tonight. You just settle for living this type of Noah. I came, Jesus said, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. He didn't say I came so you can have a mediocre life. He said I came for you to live an abundant life. Not a mediocre life, just passing through here. He said, I became poor that you might become rich. Not only rich in wealth, but also rich in your spirit. He said, I didn't come for you to live a life that was destitute, nothing. I came that you may have life in heaven more abundantly. And Moses is saying, how will they know? Hallelujah. Because guess what? Why, the reason why Moses said this is because Moses understood that all the other nations worship false gods. How will, how, how? How then, God, will they know that you are the true God if they see us weak and they see us being destroyed? That's what he's saying. Here's what I'm telling you tonight. The presence of God is so important and the, the glory of God is so important because watch this he says so ha, ha, here it is verse verse 16 it says so we shall be separate your people and not from all the people who are upon the face of the earth watch this when God's glory is shining upon your life it is what separates you from all the rest you are distinguished by the presence of God. And what I love about this, ladies and gentlemen, is that, listen to me, it distinguished them. And, and here's the deal about it, that the, the Bible says that if the old glory that was passing away was great, what do you think now about this new way? Oh, my God. Because hear me, hear me out tonight. See, back then, the Holy Spirit was not given freely. It was only given to a select of individuals but now because of Jesus Christ and his death and his burial and his resurrection and his ascension now we are able to have the Holy Spirit that has been freely given to those who believe and now with the Spirit of God on the inside of us now he now distinguishes us that's why he said you are a chosen people a holy nation set apart for God because you have the presence of God on the inside of you. You have the, the abiding presence of the glory of God. He's saying if you tap into this glory, it's what distinguishes you. It's what, se it's what separates you. It's what sets you apart. How is it that your application gets through everybody else's and you're not as qualified because his glory sets me apart oh my 
God. Ah, oh my God. How do I know this? Uh, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 16. Here it is. It, 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 it reads like this. You got me? Uh, 2 Corinthians, here we go. It says, and what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk among them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. Hear me tonight. If Moses built a tent, which is the tent of meeting. <laughs> How about the, here it is. And the New Testament now says that, listen, you don't need, like I said, a conduit. Because the person of the Holy Spirit now is in you. That needs a place to dwell which is a temple and that temple is your body Jesus and what he's saying is is that I will dwell in them and I shall be their God how do they know that you are his because the power of his spirit is now residing in you which then distinguishes you from all of the rest That's why you got to be careful what you do with your temple. Because that the reality is, is that it's a dwelling place. It's the dwelling place of the glory of God. Say, I am a carrier of the glory of God. Say, I carry the glory of God within me. Everywhere I go, they shall see the glory of God resonating through me. Come on, clap your hands right there said the presence of God is what matters the presence of God matters because it distinguishes you hallelujah you always wondered why why am I so different why am I, am I why when I try to fit myself into certain places it never works because the reality is you are distinguished you carry the glory of God you carry that cabal of God on the inside of you and see a lot of times people don't want to really seek after the presence of God because they don't want the weight of his glory and what Moses was asking for he said let me see your glory I want to see the kabod in the Hebrew that means the weight I want to see the weight of glory I want to carry it I want to see the kabod I want to see the weight and, and, and so then then you then you wonder why like God why is this thing so heavy on me because whatever you've been gifted for, whatever God has anointed you for, that's where you carry the weight. Oh my God. Oh my God, the biggest struggle, the biggest weight you carry on your shoulders is the burden that God has placed upon your life. That's where I carry the weight the most. I carry the weight of God's glory in the preaching. I carry the God's weight in pastoring and in business because that's where God has assigned me to wherever you've been assigned to is where the weight of God carries the most on you because that is where you've been assigned to influence say with me his presence matters I'm counting in watch this he says I want to see it 
And uh, he said, another reason why the presence of God matters is because it protects and it leads you. It protects and leads us. Okay, give me the verse, Daniel. He says, uh, the verse says in Genesis 28, 15, says, Behold, I am with you and, and will keep you wherever you go. And I will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. Some of you think God is going to let you go. God is not going to let you go until everything he promised you in this lifetime will be fulfilled. Oh, my God, in this room tonight. Now listen to me. Listen to me. There is nothing. See, you talk about the we people so talk so much about the devil and what he's capable and not understanding that and not understanding that the devil is not God. He does not have God's capabilities. He is not omnipresent. He does not know the beginning from the end. All he knows is his future and where he's destined to be. And so with knowing that, what he knows is that I'm going to take as many people and rob them of what I used to have. You want to know what the opposite of Lucifer's name is now as Satan? Lucifer means the, uh, the, the, the uh, 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 Lucifer, his original name, uh, 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 his original mean, he, 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 he was an angel of light. God gives him the name Satan because it's the opposite of what he was. <laughs> now he's the angel of darkness. The reality is this. That what he tries to do is to frustrate the plan of God. And a lot of times when you are in a season of transition, that's why you need the presence of God in every season of your life. Are you hearing me? Every season of your life, you need the presence of God to help you navigate through those, oh my God, through the seasons, through the storms, through the winter, through the fall, through the summer. You need God to help navigate you through it all. Some people think, okay, I don't need God after I get to a certain place. No, that's when you need him even more. God doesn't lead you somewhere and say, hey, you didn't arrived just for you to stay there and think, OK, you do what you're going to do on your own and think that I'm not going to be there with you. No, that's when you need God the most. The Bible says here in Genesis, he said, I will be with you wherever you go. He said, Lo, I'll be with you until the end of the age. OK, go to Psalm 16, verse 11. Here it is. He says, you will show me the path of life in your presence. Watch this is the fullness of joy at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Listen to me. His presence matters because watch this. His presence will lead you. Watch this. His, his presence will lead you to purpose. His presence will lead you. To purpose, he he said, "I will show you." He said, uh, "The psalmist said, David said, you will show me the path of life. 
You'll show me how to how to navigate through life. You'll you, you listen. You'll you'll show me how how to make a detour and go this way to avoid that blockage. Oh my God. You'll show me how to stop at the stop sign until, oh my God, until I'm, I'm ready to pass. Here's the deal. Some of you in this room think that you have a plan to prosper and think that your way is going to get you to money, fame, all of that stuff. Not realizing that if God's way, he says in his presence. So watch this. In your presence is fullness of joy. Watch this. A lot of times people are living unfulfilled lives and they don't have any joy. It's because they don't have the presence. <laughs> ah! See, here's the deal. I can have money, but if I don't have the presence, I still feel unfulfilled like I'm missing something in my life. If I don't have the presence, I still don't feel that I see. Here's the deal. That's why a lot of that's why sometimes you got people dealing with depression and dealing with one and doing with dealing with suicidal thoughts. And then you scratch your head to figure out how can people with so much money want to kill themselves and take their lives? The reason being is because they are unfulfilled. Fame and fortune does not bring you fulfillment. People are chasing that instead of chasing fulfillment. Fulfillment will then bring you that, not the other way around. Are you hearing me? Watch this. It says, and at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. And that is in the presence of God. And so I can experience the pleasures of this life because I have the presence. Are you seeing this tonight? The presence of God is so important because you'll experience the pleasures of going through life, feeling fulfilled in purpose and destiny and living your best life now, not worried about another person's uh, another person's uh, 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 race not worried about the highlight reels of social media you're not worried that doesn't bother you you can celebrate other people and other people's success because you are in the presence of God and you also are cheering for your brother and cheering for your sister so because they are doing what they've been called to do and the presence of God is with them as well that's why you got to be real careful of friends that can't cheer you on. Because here's the deal. The reality is, is this, is that they have a jealous and an envy that they can have the same thing too. But if you follow the presence of God instead of following your own self, then you can have exactly what I have. The reality is this, ladies and gentlemen, it's available to everyone. The issue is, is if you're going to take it or not. Are you hearing me tonight? It is the presence of God. Here's the deal. I'm going to end with this. I'm going to end with this. Watch this. He says this. I want to see the glory of God. When God shows you his glory, that is God showing you his goodness. When God shows you his glory, that is God showing you his goodness. His glory, his goodness is an attribute of who he is. 
It is his goodness that makes his, oh my God, that makes him want to shine his glory upon his people because he's good. The psalmist says that surely God has been good to Israel. Oh, my God, you need to look at over this year that, yes, I didn't had some bumps along the way this year. I've had this, this, this and this, uh, this and that that happened. But guess what? Surely God has been good to me. Hallelujah. His glory has been upon my life. He's kept me through this. He kept me all this year because surely, oh, my God, God has been good to Brandon. Surely God has blessed me. Oh, my God, above what I could even think. Surely God. God has been good to TCF by showing his glory that guess what we may not have the numerical numbers but yeah we've been having money over money to be able to bless people and to be able to sow $500 into grassroots when last year we didn't have it we didn't have this but guess what we got lights we got this because God has been faithful and surely God has been good to TCF because his presence has been upon us Hallelujah tonight. You got to say it over your life that surely God has been good to you. Oh my God. God has seen you through things. God has surely been good to your family. God has surely been good to you. Because his presence is with you. Ah, hallelujah. God's presence is upon your life. And there is nothing. It is nothing. Let me tell you something. Things can form against your life, but it won't touch you because his presence is around you. You better have your mind listen to me tonight. I'm trying to get this through your system that you need to be intentional about the presence of God. You need to be intentional about how the presence of God, again, the presence of God is what leads you through this thing called life. And you're not in this alone. You say sometimes like Brandon... I don't feel his presence there. Don't worry. He there. He's there with you. Listen to me. He's there with you. He's like, I can't trace him. But it's so weird. I, I can't trace him, but I got the peace. I, I don't get it. I can't trace it. I'm trying to figure things out, but yet I got this confidence inside that even though I don't feel them, I can sense that. I can, I, 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 oh, my brain, I can't really sense it. But the reality is you got this calmness on you that you never thought you would have because his presence is an assurance. <laughs> Sometimes it's like, God, I'm in a storm. I'm trying to get through the storm. And listen here, just because God is quiet don't mean he's not there. Jesus was asleep on the boat with the disciples. Didn't say a word. He was resting while the storm was raging. Did not say anything. But, but did that mean that he was not there? No, he was there. He was present. But sometimes God's presence, because you've seen his glory at work, it should give you the confidence to then say to your storm, peace, be still. Are you hearing me tonight? Come on, give God a praise. I'm done. His presence matters. His presence matters.
his presence matters. Lift your hands all over the building tonight. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. Thank you for your glory. Thank you for your goodness tonight. Thank you, God, that you are Yahweh, that you are Emmanuel, and you never leave us, nor do you forsake us. Thank you, Lord God, tonight for your presence. There's nothing like your presence. Thank you, God, that you are with us every step of the way. And we ask you, God, tonight, do not take your hand off of us, Lord. Do not remove your hand from us, Lord. Keep your hand upon us, Lord. Anoint us, O oh God, afresh tonight. We pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will reveal yourself to your people tonight. And we're praying right now again a glory-filled days as this year come to a close. God, we, 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 we pray, oh God, tonight with such assurance that God, please do not let your presence leave us. Please don't leave us, Lord. Don't leave us out by here, out here by ourselves, but God, let your, let your, let your face shine upon us. And God, please give us your peace, oh God. Give us your rest tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. We love you tonight for who you are. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah, in Jesus' name.